This is Meeting the Moment, Special Olympics Michigan's podcast inspired by our athletes, the true game changers who stand up, push comfort zones, and inspire us when it counts in the moment. Here we'll share stories on meeting discomfort head on and pushing through to inspire positive change. All right, welcome back to Meeting the Moment, Special Olympics Michigan's podcast. We are talking to game changers that are inspiring positive change. Uh, for those of you that don't know, I'm Lauren Springer. I'm a SOMI staff member and ultimate fan. Um, I have two amazing guests here. I have Delaney and Anjane. They're part of the Yak Pack. I'm going to have them explain what the Yak Pack is but uh, Delaney and Anjane are also unified partners, something that we're going to talk through today. So hi, guys. Hi. Hello. All right, Delaney and Anjane, I want you to take over real quick. Tell us a little bit about each of you, who you are individually, and, and how you guys came to know each other. Yeah, so I'll start. I, well, I'm Delaney. I went to Monroe High School, where I met Anjane. We were both members of our unified program there um i'm we've both graduated and now i go to grand valley state where i started the so college program um my name is ajna robinson i also went to mineral high school and i graduated with delaney where we met each other and pretty soon i'm about to head to my college at michigan career technical institute to take culinary Ooh. okay he has so worked Ajane's very hard to get there he is a good dude to know. You you're gonna be a master chef, huh? Mm-hmm. Very proud of you, Anjane. That's awesome. Okay, so we have used a number of words just getting started. One of those is you guys met through your unified program at school. Can you tell our viewers that don't know what uni our unified programming is, what a unified partner is, and why, in my opinion, it's something that's so life changing. We, we participate in activities. We um, talk about what our feelings is and how we can participate and work as a team. Yeah, so a unified program um, uses three basic um, cores, which are unified sports, inclusive youth leadership, and whole school engagement. Um, so one of our main sports, Ajane knows well, was our unified basketball team. We know bowling, football, baseball, all types of stuff. So, I mean, what I've learned through Special Olympics is there's really, there's no end to the number of events, whether they be sporting events, whether they be social events, yes. um, that, that can be unified. And unified means being inclusive. So rather than having Special Olympics athletes like Anjane participate solely with other Special Olympics athletes, they're participating with unified partners like Delaney um, and other members of her high school and Honestly, what a positive environment you guys to create in the school setting. What is it like, or what it, did both of you learn through your high school unified programming in terms of coming together? Personally, I learned a lot about what inclusivity is in comparison to what acceptance and tolerance is. So I learned a lot more about building meaningful friendships and meaningful inclusion in instances like school, but also beyond. Ajane and I, were not just friends in school. We are friends outside of school. We hang out, we do things. 
And you've maintained that relationship for a number of years. Yes. So meaningful inclusion is one of my favorite terms. You used, you said there's a, there's a big difference between inclusion, especially meaningful inclusion versus acceptance and tolerance. How would you explain that to someone that maybe knows nothing about any of the lingo that we're using? Yeah. So I feel like when my school first became unified, they were really big on acceptance. That was like their main goal was getting the student body to be accepting of our athletes and our special education programs. Um, And that to me is bare minimum. I feel like everyone should be accepting of everyone regardless of anything. That's just kind of a basic human rule. And then inclusion is more of the putting effort in to making friendships, to doing these outside activities. Um, And then meaningful inclusion is really making those steps into building those meaningful relationships. It's finding common ground between these people that you thought you didn't have with. It's um, really, it's really building relationships, finding similar interests and similarities between different people. Truly getting to know and invest in someone. Pretty awesome. Um, So let's talk about the difference between acceptance and inclusion. Anjane, this is, to me, one of the most powerful stories that I've ever heard. Anjane, you were giving a speech on on the power of inclusion while you were in high school during the lunch hour. Can can you tell us a, a little bit about that and some of some of the feedback that you that you got while trying to give give your perspective on the importance of inclusion? Um, sure. Uh, it's been a while since I did the speech, but I can try to refresh my memory what I said. Or how about just the, uh, what was it like to stand up in front of your classmates and just talk about the importance of inclusion to them, to to share what it means to you? Well, I was a little bit nervous because I'm, I'm kind of not that good at speeches, but I, I trusted my instincts and I showed confidence and to let everybody know what what the meaning of the of the art word is and why it's not appropriate to use it. So I was trying I was trying to make everybody become better than what they are. Which is amazing. I love I love people that push me to to be my best and they put stock and faith in me. So it sounds like you were doing that for all of your classmates that day in the lunchroom. Is is that fair? Yep. Me, Delaney, Miss Blankenship, and everyone else. That that's absolutely unbelievable. When you're standing up in front of in front of people, it doesn't matter how well you know them. Um, it's still really vulnerable. It it takes a lot of courage to do. And like you said, you you are doing it for them to teach them. It's my understanding, and Delaney, feel free to jump in here. There there were kind of some naysayers in the background. Yeah, so we were giving our spread the word to end the word, our word campaign. Um, And in the middle of Ajani's speech, it was just a group of boys. It was not the whole school, but a group of boys kind of in the back corner of the lunchroom, kind of chanting the R word, just not necessarily at Ajani, but more like just to be disobedient to the speech just to get a reaction just not showing respect right yeah Delaney as a as an observer and as a dear friend of Anjane what was that moment 
like for you and for your student body? Yeah, so Ajna and I had worked together all week on this speech, and I knew that he was really nervous about it. He had told me many times, but we were both very passionate about it as well. And so we had put together this whole week of inclusion. We had planned different activities for each day. We had a different speech of each day, and it was leading up to this huge school-wide event for that to be the reaction. I know that I was heartbroken. The rest of my committee that had helped me work on it, they were all just in shock. It gives me goosebumps. It gives me chills just just to think about having to experience that moment as someone that has has put a lot of work and, like you said, passion into this. For those that don't know, the Spread the Word to End the Word campaign is something that happens every year, and it it is a pledge for inclusion. Um, you've heard Delaney and Anjanae and I all refer to the R word because it is the word that we will never, ever use. It is an outdated, I would say, archaic term that refers to someone with an intellectual disability that that we can consider very degrading. When you hear the R word when, or when you hear somebody say it, how does it make you feel? Makes me disappointed because that's, that's considered offensive. For, for you to to hear it in a school setting, especially during your inclusion week, what emotions bubble up for you? It gave me like instant anxiety and even just like kind of talking about it, like it, like my heart is just racing like again. During this uh, inclusion week, we asked people to use a different R word and we asked people to use the word respect. And it sounds like that's the opposite of what was happening during this speech. The whole purpose of this podcast is we are encouraging people to make positive change. We are encouraging people to push through difficult and uncomfortable situations uh, to make the world a better place. That's exactly what you guys did. How did you guys not let the anxiety and the nerves and just the the disappointment that you mentioned on Ajene, how did you not let that negative connotation or that that negative experience take over uh well my first instinct was protectiveness and I so I acted on it and I walked over and did tell them to stop talking and just to be quiet through the rest of the speech but after that it kind of just like fueled our passion I think to make the rest of the events even more meaningful like I said this one was leading up to our big whole school-wide event Okay, so this wasn't even like the peak of inclusion week. This was just this was just a, a part of it. And you still had more work to do, more messaging to share. Yeah. How how were you able to turn it? First of all, like let me back up. Did those boys listen to you? Um, they pretended that they didn't know what I was talking about. I did take it to the office and they did get in trouble. I wasn't gonna let it go. You decided to continue to use your voice. Oh yeah. How did you continue to push through leading up to that big student assembly and not let a few negative voices get in your head um i uh i think uh during nearly at the end of the semester uh we made um a banner for everybody to sign their name so we couldn't so they wouldn't be able so they would know the meaning not to spread the r word yeah we did like a banner and everybody signed their name so we they can work so we can all work together so they understand what we're going through yeah we hung it up in the hallway and it stayed there for the next few weeks our like big event at the um end of the week was our basketball game Mm -hmm. 
we had a unified game right before our varsity basketball game against our rival team. This basketball game was like probably the most unified event that I've ever seen with our rival high school. Like every single person was in the same shirt. Everybody was there for the same purpose. Everyone was cheering for both teams. It was just like crazy heartwarming event right after this heartbreaking event occurred. And at the that game, gave that same end, but to a much larger crowd. So I think that was just like a really powerful reaction to what had happened to the lunchroom. How did they respond versus how maybe the lunchroom or a few members of your lunchroom responded? Okay, do you remember that reaction in the gym? I think it was full of excitement. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was one of the first big unified events that our school had seen. And so they got to have an example of inclusion right in front of them. And they got to watch a unified basketball game and really be excited about it. So to go from that to then hearing your speech again with new open mind and open heart, I think the reaction was a lot better. And they were all cheering and they were all really excited for him. That took bravery and guts to get up and do that again in front of a much bigger audience. It, it had a lasting impact. Yeah, it did. Since graduating, you've stayed involved and you are a member of this elite, amazing group called the Yak Pack. So the Yak is a group of diverse youth leaders working together to spread meaningful inclusion to schools and organizations throughout Michigan. We build meaningful relationships through unified sports, activities, outreach, education to represent a unified lifestyle. The acronym YAC, Y-A-C, stands for what? Stands for the Youth Activation Committee. I started YAC um, the summer after my freshman year of high school, and I'm now going into my junior year of college. So I've kind of seen it grow through different stages. I think I had different experiences in it when I was in high school and I was taking what I learned in the YAC and bringing it to my high school program versus when now I'm in college and getting to see all these other high schoolers go through the same things that I went through. And I started, the first time I started my YAC meeting was back in, back at the beginning of 10th grade from 2019. Mm -hmm. So you've been with YAC for a number of years as well. Anjane, what are some of the things that you've been able to do through Special Olympics and, and in your time with the Yak Pack? I participated in sports. I gave speeches. I went to events out, outside of Monroe. You guys are also a group of young adults that are leading by example, sharing positive change with those that, that will listen. I want to say thank you guys so much to the members of our Youth Activation Committee, to Unified Partner Delaney, and to Special Olympics athlete Anjane for just really continuing to push for positive change and not letting the negative get them down. Once again, this is Meeting the Moment, Special Olympics Michigan's podcast. We are definitely looking for ideas. We want to talk to the game changers. So if you have a story that you'd like to share, shoot us over an email at somi, S-O-M-I, at somi.org. And of course, like, follow, and share this podcast.